Welcome to Be Your Own Best Coach with JJ, the podcast. I believe that the best coach you can ever have is that one person that is staring straight back at you every morning in the mirror, you. Join me in discovering some key strategies so that you can create an empowered life and inspire others to live theirs. Your journey to being your own best coach starts right now. Vulnerability, the courage to be seen, truly seen, the imperfect you, the authentic you, dropping the mask. Now, this can be scary for all of us. Even when I look at the dictionary of what vulnerable means, it is to be susceptible to being wounded or hurt. No wonder we get fearful about embracing vulnerability, guys. Now, I think there's a big myth around vulnerability. Vulnerability has a myth in regards to being a sign of weakness. And it's really interesting, after all of the thousands of people that I've coached in my career, when I talk about vulnerability, people say things like, oh yeah, it's when people are just, they they burst into tears or they're a disempowered person or they're not taking a stand for things. Now, crying can be part of being vulnerable because you're being emotionally open. You're raw, open, you can express disappointment, you can allow yourself to show happiness as well, you can admit when you're wrong. Now, vulnerability is about taking ownership for your actions, speaking up even if your voice shakes, being open to try on feedback that challenges you, having the difficult conversations that you know that you need to confront. Now, you might think of this as a confrontation. I love how the speaker, Lisa Nichols, talks about having these difficult conversations. She doesn't call it a confrontation. She calls it a carefrontation because you're caring either for the other person, you're caring for what you're, what you're standing for. You're having these difficult conversations even though your knees might be shaking. You're putting yourself out there knowing you will be judged. That's vulnerability, guys. Trying new things, even though you know that at the start, you might even suck at them. And another myth is that, and I think this is really important, is that for you to do something, it has to feel good to be good for you. But the reality is that sometimes it doesn't feel good and it is good for you. And that is vulnerability. Vulnerability doesn't always feel good. What is vulnerability for me? How do I feel vulnerability? Uh, sometimes it's the you know, scary feeling of the butterflies in the tummy. I have to sometimes regulate my breathing because I can feel that I'm shallow breathing when I'm feeling vulnerable. So I regulate my breathing. I tell myself I'm safe. I'm empowering myself with self-talk. I say things like, I've got this, be the best version of me, serve others. It's about taking off your armor and revealing your humanity to the world. Now that can be challenging. 
And it's like growing pains. It's that growth, but with growth comes growing pains. So one thing I say to my clients is get addicted to the growing pains of vulnerability. Now, it's easier said than done. I know that for me, I remember being in a course and one of the things that the trainer was saying was, I want you to embrace vulnerability. I want you to embrace uncertainty and I want you to make as many mistakes as you need to to grow. So let's just say, let's make heaps of mistakes. And I'm like, yeah, I can do that. (laughs) I can do that. And it was, I think it was a five day course. And day one, I was holding on to uh, into perfectionism, guys. I I was like, in my head, I was like, I have to get this right. I've got to get this right. I had these standards for myself to say, this has to be right. And so even though I, I verbally said, yes, I can do that. I can make mistakes. I can allow myself to make mistakes so that I grow. I was so not doing that. I was like, I really want to make this right. And so therefore that can stop our learnings. It can stop us from learning because we're trying to hold on to perfectionism. And so, and I see this all the time as a speaker trainer, as a public speaking trainer, there's a few exercises that we do and there's no, uh, as you can, as you would have heard, when you think about public speaking, you might have heard the saying that it is, you know, it is the biggest fear that people have over death. Now, I don't know if that's true. I don't know if they're old. It's an old, well, it is an old saying. But what I do know is there are a lot of people that have a fear of public speaking. Why? Because that's when you stand out and stand up into the world and reveal yourself to be seen. And that takes vulnerability, guys. So a couple of the things that we do in the speaker training is one of the things is that I will get the guys to stand in front of the room on their own in silence and look at everyone in the room. Now, this could go on for 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes where they're standing in silence. Now, you might logically literally think, oh, yeah, I get that. Well, what's so hard about that? The challenge is that when you're standing there, you are being seen. You are so being seen and there's nothing to hide hide anything. So you, so there's no verbal cues. There's no, I'm just saying you just be, be. And so everyone, you've got 10, 20, 30, sometimes 100 eyeballs. We'll say we've got two eyeballs, so that's 200 eyeballs <laughs> looking at you. And you are be just being. Now that can be really confronting for people. Now that is vulnerability at its best. Being able to say, here I am. I'm going to drop my armor. Whether your armor was trying to be funny to fit in. Whether your armor was that you would, uh, you would talk a lot. Whether your armor was that you would be very expressive. Whatever that armor was for you, that mask that you have, is stripped off because you were just being in front of the audience and the group of people. So it can be really challenging for people. And the other thing that we do in my speaker trainings is that the guys get feedback. Now that feedback comes from myself, but it also comes from other participants in the course. Now that can be confronting. 
Because the thing is, when I talk about and I frame up, yes, we're going to have some feedback so that we grow. And people say, yep, I can, yep, I love feedback, I love feedback, but they like selected feedback, guys. <laughs> Most people like feedback that's positive. And it's the feedback that people give that might challenge them that can be scary for people. So even though they're saying, yes, I'm open, what happens is, and you guys might have heard of the fight, flight or freeze, when people are challenged or they feel challenged, they can either fight. So sometimes someone might give them feedback that they don't want to hear and they will defend, they will fight. They'll say, yes, but I didn't have enough time to prepare. Or they'll say stuff like, yes, it's because of the room that my voice didn't project well enough. And they will defend rather than hear the feedback and try it on, they will defend and push back with the feedback because it isn't what they want to hear. And to feel safe, they're defending their own self. And so that can happen when people aren't being open to vulnerability. They can defend, they can fight, or they can flight, they can take off. How many times I've said to the guys, okay, so we're going to do some presentations now and half the room say, oh, I need to go to the toilet. <laughs> or I say to them, okay, so I'm going to pick someone in the room to start your, off the presentations and everyone's eyeballs. <laughs> I'm talking about eyeballs again. Don't know why. It's a theme suddenly. Uh, suddenly looking somewhere else. So they're looking at their paper or they're looking out the window. It's like, if I don't look at JJ, then she won't pick me. <laughs> and so you've got that flight. People would want to want to take off when they're fearful of being seen and being vulnerable or they'll freeze. So so people will get up and, and in my speaking, they'll, they'll start to talk and they will freeze and say, I, I can't do this. I can't do this. And they just freeze. So there's some signs of that I see every time I do a course of people trying to protect themselves, trying to protect themselves from not being vulnerable. But when we're not being vulnerable, we're missing out on so much. And for me, the definition of vulnerability is having the courage to allow yourself to be emotionally open knowing that there is nothing to hide, nothing to defend, and nothing to protect about who you truly are. And to give yourself permission to drop the mask, be seen, and unveil the imperfect human that you are. And I love one of my mentors, Joe Parne, who I've mentioned in a couple of my podcasts. I love his saying, and he says, having the courage to be you means you have to be prepared to be misunderstood. I'll say that again. Having the courage to be you means you have to be prepared to be misunderstood. Now, I say to my clients all the time, not everyone's going to love you guys. Not everyone's going to love you. And when I think about vulnerability, it is about being seen. But underneath, there's a core belief, I believe. There's a core belief. And the belief is either I am enough or I am not enough. 
I am not enough. Now, let's look at the belief or even the word enough, because I think there's a reality check here. For me, enough is not always measurable. How do you measure enough? It's like there's this moving target. So maybe if you're, you're starting, starting running, which I am at the moment, so I'm starting running. So when is enough? When have you done enough? Because you might say, right, I'm going to run from, I'm starting out running from, what do they say, from the couch to, to, uh, to 5Ks. So you might say, I'm starting from the couch and I'm going to run to the first tree, right? So, so I'm going to run to the first tree and then you go, okay, great. And then you start to say, yes, I'm running to that first tree. I'm getting that. But then that's not enough. The wanting to that first tree is not enough. I'm going, to tr- I'm going to do the two trees. So I'm going to do the two trees. That's still not enough because I need to do the 5Ks. So the 5Ks is still enough because other people do 10Ks. 10Ks is enough. Some people do half marathons. Oh, some, some people do marathons. Well, the speed isn't enough. There's an, it's never, ever enough. It's a moving target. So if we are so attached to be enough, we have to be real and say enough is really not measurable and other people's perceptions of enough. So you might say, I have done enough as a speaker. I've done this. Yes, that enough is enough. And then someone says, yeah, but you're not good enough. Someone else is better than you. Or you should have done this. And other people saying, oh, I thought you were great. But there's all different perceptions of whatever task or whatever you are doing is it enough well what is enough and as i said i believe that enough is not miserable measurable it is like this moving target and then you have perceptions that are diverse so there is never a quantiple quantifiable enough Now, I would love to define enough in a different way. Defining enough as in, I am whole and complete. So therefore, no one listening to this call, no one, yes, even you, is not broken. You have never been broken. That isn't who you are. You are whole and complete. You might say things like, I am evolving. That is enough. I am evolving. I am growing. That's enough. I am doing the best I can with the resources I have. I am striving to be the best version of me. I am imperfect like everyone else. I'm going to say that one again. I am imperfect, like everyone else. That means I am enough. Now, I don't know about you, that to me, that really empowers me. Because sometimes people say, yeah, I can embrace imperfectionism. I can be imperfect. Well, you're not the only one imperfect. We are all imperfect. That means we are all enough. 
Now, when I think about vulnerability and the feelings that come with vulnerability, you know, I think of, you know, yes, there's some, some feelings of fear. There might be feelings of shame. There might be feelings of struggle or worthiness or lack of. There could also be pain when you're feeling vulnerable. You get this sense of pain. But there is also feelings of joy that comes with being vulnerable. Belonging, freedom to be who you truly are, to have love, to really express that love wholeheartedly and to have that true connection with yourself and with others. Because you're knowing that where how you're facing the world and showing up in the world it's not a mask. It's who you truly are. It takes a lot of energy to try and show up how you think you should show up in the world. It takes a lot of energy to wear that mask and to be free and to be able to love wholeheartedly and to be connected with self and connected with others. It's such a beautiful thing. But we also have the fear, the shame and the struggle that can come with being vulnerable. And I love Brene Brene Brown has done some beautiful work on vulnerability and I love her saying, she says something like staying vulnerable is a risk we have to take if we want to experience connection. So staying vulnerable is a risk we have to take if we want to experience connection now that is really powerful for me and so there's some behaviors around vulnerability i believe that we can choose to adapt or not because if we're doing disempowering behaviors around avoiding vulnerability we'll do things like playing small we'll fight we'll avoid We'll try and control our world. We'll be, we will be stuck in perfectionism, procrastination. We'll be in denial. We can numb our feelings. Numb our, and the way we numb ourselves, we can numb ourselves with drugs. There's every, you know, addiction, have addiction, addiction to even things like TV. We're numbing our feelings of fear or or whatever it is, our fear, our shame, whatever comes with being vulnerable, we can numb those. But when we're numbing our feelings of shame, numbing our feelings of fear, we're also, we can't nominate and say, okay, I'm just going to numb my feelings of fear right now. So I'll have a glass of wine. You're also numbing the beautiful emotions that come with vulnerability when you're numbing yourself with whatever you're numbing yourself with. So therefore, you're numbing yourself of the joy, of the happiness, of the belonging, of the freedom, of the connection, the true connection and the true love. You are numbing yourself from all of that as well. And so when we're choosing our different behaviours, of vulnerability we can choose to surrender we can choose to embrace uncertainty we can choose to give things a crack 
We can choose to admit mistakes even when we're fearful, even when we're like, oh, this is really hard to admit, but we can admit them because that is about embracing vulnerability. We can love wholeheartedly even if it scares us and we can play a bigger game in life. All of those behaviours we have a choice of doing. We can either choose to play small, fight, avoid, control, be a perfectionism, deny, numb ourselves with whatever numbing agent that could be, whether it be alcohol, whether it be drugs, whether it be being a workaholic, whether it be watching you know, Netflix for weeks on end, whether it be staying in bed and putting a, the doona over your head. But knowing that when we're numbing ourselves, we are then also numbing all of those other beautiful emotions of joy, belonging, freedom, love, connection. So we can choose to do differently with our behaviors. We can choose to, even if it doesn't mean we're not going to be fearful, guys, but even if we're fearful, we can choose to surrender. We can choose to embrace uncertainty. We can choose to give things a crack, to admit our mistakes, to love wholeheartedly, play a bigger game in life. And I want to leave you with this. You were created and put on this planet for a reason. Get addicted to the growing pains of vulnerability so that you can show up in the world as your authentically imperfect self. Much love to you all. See you on the next podcast. Thanks for tuning in to Be Your Own Best Coach with JJ. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast and follow me on Instagram at JJ Speaker Coach. And remember to live with insatiable passion, create an empowered life and inspire others to live theirs.